This is the John Oakley Show podcast. As we come back at you on this uh, Wednesday afternoon edition of the Oakley Show, last night, uh, Pride Toronto held another vote as to police participation in their Pride Parade. And uh, whereas three months ago they had voted to allow the police back in after a two-year hiatus over uh, what was deemed largely a political uh, matter that uh, they felt the police had been lax in, uh, I guess, dealing with the murders in the gay village as well as uh, some other, well, what were deemed to be improprieties on the part of the police in dealing with the community. But now uh, we have the situation where it was reversed last night by the narrowest of margins, a vote of 163 to 161 in not allowing police in uniform, not in their cars, not in any way, shape, or form, except uh, as civilians into the Pride Parade, and that comes up annually in the summertime, uh, becomes a big political football, especially uh, around that time. Let's find out how Mike McCormick feels about it. He represents on his members as the president of the Toronto Police Association. Mike, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Well, and so how do your members feel about this latest development from Pride Toronto? I, I think that, um, you know, uh, yeah, uh, obviously disappointed, but, like, for God's sake, come on. Like, we've been talking about this now for almost three years, and, and I, I think everybody's just fed up. It's it's, uh, it, it's absolutely ridiculous, John. So, like, we've had enough one minute, you're in, the next minute you're out, you know, are you in or out, whoever, who knows. Like, and, you know, when I have uh, Olivia saying uh, from Pride Toronto saying this was, you know, definitive and decisive vote, Come on, 163 to 161. You know, when I look at that, it it, it, uh, it just triggers uh, you know um, thoughts of a dysfunctional organization of Pride Toronto, and obviously they have their own internal political struggles. It was hardly decisive. It was hardly um, a, a clear uh, mandate. It's just more politics. So we've got we got a job to do, and we're just tired of this whole narrative around it. All right, and so have your members expressed frustration with this, especially the members, you know, from the LGBTQ uh, community within the ranks of the Toronto Police Service? Uh, have they given you any notion of how they feel about it? Yeah, exactly that, the frustration, disappointment. But you know what, John, like, we've got a job to do, and I said we're talking about Pride Toronto, so this is about an organization that puts on a parade. We're not talking about the work that we do every day in that community, and our officers and civilians who do that work I've said to me, Mike, we're going to continue to do the hard work that we do, the heavy lifting, work with the community members, improve that relationship. That's what our job is. The fact that Pride Toronto can't get it together, like, we're just tired of that narrative. But we're going to keep doing our job uh, making the community. And we got, John, like, we've got a lot of issues in the city, uh, community relations. We've got an increase in violence, a shortage of police officers and civilians. So we got some big issues, and it's just like a pain in the butt, for lack of a better word, to, to we're constantly dealing with this. Well, you're not the only one exasperated. As a matter of fact, the mayor, uh, he exhibited some annoyance with a reporter earlier today who asked how the mayor would respond to people asking what a business guy in a straight, what, what business rather, a white man has weighing in on the matter of police in the Pride Parade. Give a listen. I am the mayor of Toronto, duly elected by the people. And the whole notion you'd raise whether I'm straight or whether I'm gay or whether I'm white or some other color of skin is not the way we do business in Toronto either. I, no, excuse me. I get a chance to answer the questions you ask them. 
And I will just say to you that I'm not actually, you noticed I didn't stand up here and sort of say what the solution to this was. What I stood up and said is that good faith on all sides is going to get this resolved and that I intend to continue to use my office as the Mayor of Toronto, uh, regardless of my sexual orientation or my skin colour, to move this forward. I, I guess what he's saying, as you just uh, announced as well, everybody's getting a little frustrated with the identity politics that are being played here uh, and all have jobs to do and all seem to be sincere and wanting to execute to the best of their abilities and uh, they're not getting bogged down or mired in such. Would that about be appropriate? Yeah, I mean, John, like I say, the bottom line is, is like the mayor represents the city, as he said, he's elected. In the, and, you know, the, the thing is that this is not a private event you're using taxpayers' money to host this event. The event is not supposed to be exclusive. It's supposed to be inclusive. And, you know, if you want to have a private event and you want to say we don't want the cops involved or whatever, go ahead and do that. But don't come and ask for public-funded uh, or public money. And if you're asking for the public to, to fund it, then wouldn't the mayor have a say on what a publicly funded event should look like or, or be able to weigh into it? Exactly to this point, regardless of sexual orientation or, or color or anything like that. So this is, again, it appears to me that Pride Toronto has their internal politics, uh, what's going on there, and, and, and that sort of dysfunction. And the cops, once again, are, you know, uh, being scapegoated for it. Well, some have suggested, well, how about marching in T-shirts, but no patrol cars, no other signs of being affiliated with the force? Would that be all right? No, not at all. John, we're cops. We're police officers. And here's the thing is when I started this job 30 years ago, like the stigma around uh, LGBTQ and everything in, in society and in particular in policing and stuff was it was very, very, uh, you know, evident. And I've seen the, the this uh, service and our community grow and as relationships improve and, and better. Are, is, is it done? No. You still have to keep working and continue working. But to see that evolve, and you know what? One of the biggest things to break down is the stigma of being uh, LGBTQ and a police officer and, and break down that sort of barrier. So what better way to do it? We're police officers. We wear a uniform. Why should they not be proud to be a police officer and proud to be part of the LGBTQ community or a supporter of that community? We are police officers, and no police officer should be embarrassed of that. All right. So what you're saying is uh, this would go a long way to building goodwill. However, uh, some of the people who are still in opposition to your marching in uniform have been cited in the media saying things like the Pussy Palace bathhouse raid of 2000 or the disappearance of men connected with the gay village in that MacArthur episode, allegedly. Uh, these still reverberate. You're saying what? Water under the bridge, the police services evolved, and uh, bygones are bygones? No, what I'm saying is that, you know what, there's ebbs and flows in any relationship with any community or what we do in policing, and that, you know what, it's how we react to these things. It, nothing's ever smooth sailing, so you're going to deal with these these issues. But that's not what happened here, John. What happened is that we had BLM shut a parade down and said, we want the cops out of it. The pride organizers capitulated to that. So that was what the genesis of this was. And now we're saying, oh, well, by the way, it's the Pussy Palace raid. Oh, by the way, it's the MacArthur investigation. Oh, by the way, it's the way the police impact marginalized. So next year, we'll come up with another excuse why we shouldn't be in. So why are we even bothering talking about this? Like, they need to get their act straight, figure out what they're doing. But in the meantime to us, like, 
it, it's just become like you said, we're in, we're out. We don't know what, what the heck's going well, on. Well, it, it was the narrowest of votes, one sixty-three to one sixty-one. So what if they hold another vote and it swings the other way? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, the weather's going to change tomorrow. But it, you know, I really don't have any confidence in in what they're doing there. So if they if they comes around, but like, and our members now, like, it's become almost an irritant. They're going to go out and do the community work, the great work that they do with the members of the community. We're going to work on police relationships. We're going to respond to issues around policing. But the whole notion that uh, being uh, told we can't be proud to be police officers and part of that community. Uh, and that you should never self-identify as a police officer or, or that uniform uh, be ashamed of it. Uh, that doesn't does not resonate with the hard work that our people do each and every day. All right, it's interesting, and that may also uh, be reflective of a, a mindset publicly. Uh, don't know to what extent, but a lot of people are, you know, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Uh, they're getting exasperated or frustrated, and the uh, organization itself may be uh, lapsing into uh, discredit. Uh, in a lot of people's minds, uh, certainly in that of police officers, if I'm reading you right, Mike. I appreciate yeah, your weighing definitely. in this afternoon. Definitely. And, John, give me a call next week if they change your minds again. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll have you on speed dial till the summer. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Mike McCormick. Right, take care. President of the Toronto Police Association. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, three months ago, they had reversed themselves. Now they're reversing themselves again. It's like, uh, folks, make up your minds. But, you know, there is that serious underlying issue of whether or not the city continues to fund and services in kind uh, because it's a betrayal of sorts of the police force who just want to be representing on their organization that they're proud of. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.